Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. With warmer spring temperatures, hang your clothes to dry outside instead of using the dryer. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? This hour on ESPN 1320. Sponsored by NTT IndyCar Series. Experience the Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg this Sunday, March 5th at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, live on NBC and Peacock. Watch the fastest cars and the boldest drivers fight to the finish line. KFM West Sacramento, KRXQ HD2 Sacramento. ESPN 1320, Sacramento's sports leader. Always live on the Odyssey app. Second edition of D-Lo and KC. I'm Damian Borling. Acknowledge me. He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. And we're so happy that you are here with us, be it on the Odyssey app on ESPN 1320 AM on 98.5 FM HD 2 We welcome those watching on YouTube.com slash ESPN 1320, TV slash ESPN 1320. Shout out to everybody on Facebook and Twitter as well, wherever you are. Uh, we appreciate you so much for letting us be a part of your day today. No Kings basketball tonight. Uh, okay. All right. You know, sometimes, especially when the Kings are good, you know, uh, I just, you know, I want a little bit oh, of, yeah. a, of a baseball schedule, yeah. right? Like, let's just keep playing. Let's play two. <laughs> Come on, man. Let's get him in. <laughs> Ernie Banks. Yeah. De'Aaron Banks. Let's go. <laughs> Mr. King. Wasn't that his <laughs> name, Mr. Cubs? That's Mr. Cubs, right? knowledge. Mr. King. Yes. Yeah, we'll call him Mr. King. Um, <laughs> Kings, at, well, <laughs> but don't you worry. Uh, we're going to be talking uh, They will play today. too soon. <laughs> well, they play two this weekend. They, they, they absolutely will. Uh, Friday and Saturday. The Clippers, uh, their back-to-back begins tonight. Uh, mm. They got the Golden State Warriors tonight. Mm. Uh, I'm excited to talk about that game, and I've never been more eager to talk about something that Draymond Green said. Mm. Uh, so we'll have that for you here as the day rolls along. We've got plenty of Kings discussions on the way, and I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, Batty Thursday has taken a hit. Mm. Now, we've got Sarah Hodges. Oof. We've got Sarah Hodges, okay. which is that's right. like, a good look. It's a good look. We, 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 we got Drapes. That's a good look. Now Drapes is on the phone. Wow, okay. You know, well, we we, we haven't. You know, we that have, takes it takes away from the battiness of it, but he's still we, one of the baddies. We haven't ventured over to get Drapes on video yet. I'm sure all we got to do is shoot him a note, say, mm. "Hey, he's my mm. connecting on the phone." But uh, Matt George is in a in a meeting at three o'clock, mm. uh, and uh, uh, Olivia. Well, Olivia's at spring training. Well, she is a baseball fan. She, yeah, y- y'all thought it was a joke. Like she is a baseball fan. <laughs> This fool is at spring training. <laughs> like, why? 
Uh, she loves spring training. She, I think she goes every single year. Uh, so yeah, she's so 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 so. Batty Thursday is taking a bit of hit, uh, uh, of a hit, uh, but we got Sarah Hodges to prop us up quite a bit, um, and uh, Kyle Draper coming up. So Sarah Hodges will be with us at one forty-seven, uh, and Drapes about I think two fifty or so. Kyle Draper will be with us. It's still, it's still a Batty Thursday, indeed. It's Look, still a Batty Thursday. Modified out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Modified, yeah. modified, indeed. Uh, did you watch KD last night? I saw a little bit of it. I saw a little bit of it. Um, saw the highlights and everything. I mean, Kevin Durant is a Phoenix Sun. I really love the uh, the Excedrus podcast. I texted Eddie this morning. I shot Eddie a note. Was yeah, like, hey, that was thing. that was good. Yeah. Like it, it it was really good. I don't know. I don't know how you could walk away from that conversation that Eddie and KD had, not being a fan of Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Like he has perspective that few athletes are willing to, like, vocalize. Right. Um, and I already liked KD. I, I don't feel the same way about player movement that a lot of other people do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always liked KD, but I walked away from that going, man, this dude, he gets it. KD, he he has a perspective um, that'll make you feel silly if you're somebody like me sometimes, <laughs> right? Because mm-hmm. – you know, I'm passionate about the game. I love my passion. I love others' passion. Like this, that's fun. You know, yeah. we we all understand it's not life and death, but it's fun to be this passionate about it. And KD will talk about something, and he'll be like, you know, it's really not that serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I tried here, tried my best, didn't work. Yeah. I want to try something new. You guys talk about legacy and all that. That's that's what y'all talk about. I just wanted a new journey. You'll be like, damn, I feel ridiculous. Like (laughs) spending 20 times talking about that's not really his ring. Well, it's, it's, (laughs) it's funny. Like, it's funny. Like he, he has two championship rings. Mm -hmm. He was unequivocally the best player on that basketball team. Mm -hmm. And it's not enough Mm -hmm. for some people. It's not enough. And People get agitated at the the move to Golden State or to Brooklyn or teaming up with your friends. Michael Jordan would never team <laughs> with Patrick Ewing. Well, or he didn't team up with his friends. He don't like Scotty, obviously. No, he indeed he does not. <laughs> the blessing he just gave. Apparently, those that that blood boils over for generations. <laughs> um, but then you have Dame Lillard. If you haven't read Baxter Holmes' uh, article on Dame that dropped early in the week, yo, go out of your way to read it. Uh, Dame, it, it, he's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good here. No, I'm, I'm, I'm ten toes down. No, mm-hmm. I'm loyal. Mm-hmm. No, I'm good here. You guys want me to leave because you think I need a championship to validate my career. Mm. But if I left, you're gonna have something to say about me leaving. Yeah, like these, some of these guys, you, they can't win. They can't win if they stay and don't win. They can't win if they leave and win. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no situation where a portion of, be it media or fans, look at them. And I was listening to, I'm going full Kenny here. I was listening to, not Bill Simmons, I but Zach. Say, you listening to, I was listening to Zach Lowe. BS reporter, what? I was listening to the Low Post <laughs> podcast. And um, I, I think they were talking about Dame, and they were talking – you know the, the the narrative of the 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 big bad media bullying people into to this ring culture thing, mm-hmm. 
And I couldn't help but think, like, that's fair. It's completely fair uh, to talk about the media and to talk about how. They were saying it in a way of like, oh, it's the media. Like, no, 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 no. no. They they were saying that that contributes to that contributes to guys feel like obviously guys want to win a ring. Mm -hmm. But if you're and and Dame Lillard is a great example to me. And and I, I thought about this a lot this morning after listening to this. Dame Lillard to me is really close, if not seated right beside Chris Paul. Mm. Now, in the, for for them personally, Dame Lillard, I know as an as a as a human, as a man, as an athlete, he wants to win a championship mm. for him. Chris Paul wants to win a championship for himself. Basketball fan, media person, at our perspective, Chris Paul doesn't need a title. No. Like what? What? Chris Paul wins a championship. What's it? What's it do? I don't think it moves him anywhere because that's what we talk about. We talk about legacies and, and the upper echelon of this and the upper echelon of that. I'm not sure that Dame's not in that same exact category. I feel like Dame to I feel like Dame's certified. Absolutely. Dame's place in history is, is there because Dame's at the stage of his career. Like you win one, like cool. I don't think Dame is gonna go win four. Mm-hmm. That absolutely changes the conversation if Dame or Chris Paul were to somehow go out there and win four. At the stages both of them are in their career, I don't think that's a thing. I don't think that's going to happen. A guy like Dame doesn't need a title. But what I got hung up on is when they were, when they were talking about that media narrative, I couldn't help but think, like, how many Thursdays do we turn into TNT and Shaq tells the Charles Barkley joke? Mm-hmm. And we all look at it like, nah, Shaq and Chuck love each other. That's just the dynamic that they have. It's just fun. It's just television. But how many NBA players watch that and go, I don't want to be that. Mm. I don't want to be Chuck. I don't want to be Patrick Ewing. Mm-hmm. Sure as hell don't want to be them two dudes in Utah. For a I, number of reasons. I don't want to be that. Like, I don't want to be the one people – I don't want to be the guy who didn't get one. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the Chuck. And – it's what now absolutely you're on the set of TNT you're on a national television audience you're a part of the media whether those guys admit it or not mm-hmm. but the fact is we all look at Shaq as a professional athlete we look at Shaq as a former basketball player and we're looking at a former basketball player telling another former basketball player sir you can't be involved in this conversation because you didn't win mm-hmm. and nobody wants to be that right and it's like yeah, we could talk about the media narrative because I don't believe Dame Lillard gives a crap what Zach Lowe thinks Mm -hmm. or what D'Lo and Casey think or what Baxter Holmes thinks. But I do think he cares what Shaquille O'Neal thinks or what Draymond Green, who might be sitting at that table, thinks or what Candace Parker might think. Mm -hmm. I feel like they care about that. And it's on the forefront every Thursday on NBA's biggest show, Chuck being made fun of because he doesn't have a ring. Yeah. I mean, that that said perfectly. Um, I know – like just personal experience, I'm not Dame Lillard. I'm not never played on that level. Or you know, these guys were are all time greats. In any NBA player, I'm not even equating myself to that. But I know growing up, I used to watch the NCAA tournament, and I used to watch um, the you know the championship Monday, one shining moment. Hmm. I used to watch the NBA Finals and mm-hmm. Michael crying with the title and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And growing up, I wanted so bad to have that moment. So bad to have that moment. And I dreamed that I would have that moment at some point in my in my life and playing basketball. And it never came. I never won a championship on any level. 
Damien, I'm not lying to you. Jasmine can attest to that bothers me to this day. That bothers me to this day. So when I see a Dame Lillard or somebody like that, one aspect of it I love, especially like being from a smaller city like Sacramento, I love Dame. It's like, no, I'm not leaving. I'm here. I'm, I'm with these guys because we get that in Sacramento where people are like, oh, you got to leave. Hell, Damien, you probably heard this. To be in this profession, they say you got to leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to have to leave. Yeah. You can't get it done here. Like you yeah. may be able to come back here, yeah. but you got to leave. I don't want to leave. Mm-hmm. This is this is my home. I don't want to go to San Luis Obispo. <laughs> right, right. I don't, don't, don't want to go to Bakersfield for God's Damn. sakes and do well, a radio show. Let me show. just put in some state applications because yeah. I ain't going to Bakersfield, yeah. and the career will be over at that mm-hmm. point. But um, but you're 100 percent right. Yeah, there's a there's a, a a part of guys like Dame. I I believe, who are like. Man, I, I want to experience that. Part of guys like Chuck, I never experienced that. Yeah, I never popped champagne and cut down the nets and did all this. I, and and it probably bothers Charles to a certain degree to this day. Mm-hmm. You know, they were mm-hmm. a lot closer and on on a whole nother level than I was, and it bothers me. So I can imagine how much it bothers them. And that's always the trade. When I say like, "Hey, don't leave, Dame," or "I, I like that you're staying here," Man, I don't want to. I, if he can experience that somewhere, it's hard for me to tell him not to. Same See, thing with what happened with Kevin Durant and, and Golden State. And that's the thing. Like, I don't believe any of these individuals do anything that's not in the best interest of themselves. Mm-hmm. And we collectively have had a lot of difficulties respecting that uh, and appreciating that because mm-hmm. most of us, not all, most of us leave jobs and go elsewhere. You get opportunities somewhere else. You get better opportunities somewhere else. You get opportunities to grow, to expand your career in other places, and we take them. But for some reason, when athletes do it, boy, we fly off the handle. But if they don't win, we're quick to we're quick to criticize them. Mm. And it's a it's a it's a fascinating <laughs> dynamic that I don't think sports fans have fully wrapped their arm like grasped yet. And. We, we'll, I want to answer that, too, because there's, okay. there's something about that, too. We, we yep. can talk about that just a little bit more. All right, we'll come back. Uh, there's a lot we want to oh, talk about. And when we come back, there's one thing I don't want to hear. I'm saying it right now. I don't want to hear, and it kind of pisses me off, and it pissed me off yesterday, and you don't want to piss me off. So I got to address this on the other side. D'Lo and Double J back here on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. Back to D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC on ESPN 1320. Sarah Hodges, CBS 13, coming up at 147. Kyle Draper coming up uh, 250. Uh, you had uh, something you wanted to finish up there. Yeah, so, uh, man. Well, first of all, I wanted to talk about what we were talking about with the people leaving, things of that nature. Yeah. But before I do that, can I can I get into something? Is, is, this, is this the don't piss me off thing? This is the Yeah, thing. yeah, I, I want to hear this. So spent not a whole lot of time, but John Morant was in the news mm-hmm. for the rest of the evening, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I tweeted it out last night. This guy's got the worst circle of all time. Like, yeah. wow. Wow. I didn't block you long enough to see that tweet. I, I think I liked it, but yeah, you're 100% <laughs> yeah, accurate. Yeah, it's because we were on the air. I didn't really get a chance to read mm-hmm. the particulars and everything. It's just. It's not good. Nah, it's all bad. And then did you see. Did you see him uh, last night? This is just 
complete lack of awareness, maybe bad habit or whatever. But did you see any Grizzlies highlights last night? I didn't watch any of the Grizzlies last night, no. So I just saw the highlights. Uh-huh. And some I think Desmond Bain made a move or something like that and shook somebody, whatever the case may be. And Morant's on the sideline. You know how people get hyped on the sidelines now. And uh, he gets hyped. Bain makes the shot. And he's like, oh, hold me back. And then, like, does the gunpoint thing at the guy's like, bro, what? I mean, can we just clap? Can we just clap? Can we just clap? Man. So it brings to mind what the kid at Alabama did. Yes. And, look, it's a, it, it, for, that, for that young man, it's a lack of awareness. And he's got, a, he's got 32 NBA general, 30 NBA general managers looking at him right now. Mm-hmm. And if I'm one of those general managers, or if I'm in Monty McNair's circle, I'm looking at, like, this, ha- this dude has terrible judgment. We, 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 you know, legal proceedings. I don't have those documents in front of me. Mm-hmm. I know, I, I, I know enough, but I don't know. I don't know the whole legal process. I know enough, mm-hmm. and then that the little pat down, that is horrible decision making. Mm. And then you see Ja do that. It's like, come on, man. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, SVP. That was, that's where I saw the highlights, and they showed that, and he's like that. That's a celebration, okay? Like, terrible decision-making. But a little bit of a tangent there. What I don't want to hear, and I I think I'm cutting people off before they even say it because I was hearing some people, and it it sounded like I could just see where they were going. Mm. And I don't want to hear this crap. Is the fact that there's going to be people out there and they better not do it, who will be like, well, you know what? The crazy thing about this is this is going to help John Moran. It's going to give him that street cred he needs to make him more appealing. If I hear that, I swear I'm slapping that person. Well, figuratively, not literally. But you know what I mean. Like I'm like, nah, bro. I don't want to hear that. That was really a conversation? I, they didn't go there. The people I was listening to didn't go there. Mm. But I could see, I could see it forming. Mm. And I said, I don't want to hear this. There is no, oh, this is great for his image and it's going to give him that street cred. Like, I always feel so insulted hearing that because there, there's things that I hear in there that probably only me and you hear. Yeah. No, and it's, it's so, not only me and you. It, well, you know what I mean. There's a lot of us listening yeah. to this that hear it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so insulting. We know what street cred is called for. Which, which, it's so insulting to be like, this guy getting in trouble is going to make us like him more and make him seem more authentic and real to us and you hear it all the time and I could see that's, that's what going. we can relate to so if if I if I hear that bro I'm not gonna be happy I'm just anybody that's listening anybody that thinks they may formulate that as an argument or whatever don't do it I don't like it it's not cool it's not accurate so it's disrespectful is, uh, don't use dog whistles as a way to get your point about John Moran across please don't Goodness gracious, man. I missed that. I didn't, I didn't hear that No, uh, and, and to be fair, I didn't hear anybody say that. I just saw where the conversations were going. Mm-hmm. And you know, you've seen it mm-hmm. enough. You know mm-hmm. where it's going to go. And I'm Absolutely. trying to cut it off right I know now. Exactly I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Hold up. Did that happen locally? I don't know. Oh. 
No, I don't. No, it's it's it's. I heard a couple different conversations all over the place about John Morant. Interesting. Okay. All right, we'll table. I'm just saying, I don't want to hear we'll table that. And if they, if that ain't a reason to tune in during the commercial break, <laughs> I don't know what is. We're going. Jesse, get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Terrence says, blink twice if it was local. Blink three times if it was this morning. <laughs> no, gonna, I did not hear this this morning. We're going to get to the bottom of that. I can, I can promise you that. Hey, can I mention one more thing? <laughs> We were, and I, and I know you had more you wanted to say. We we were talking about guys. Leaving. We mentioned Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant debuted with the with the Phoenix Suns yesterday. Um, I think there's a you know there's some positives to take away from it. I think there's a lot of positives uh, to take away from it. Phoenix looks phenomenal, but on you know the, like to, to to dig a little bit below the surface, the the things that stood out didn't shoot well. But Chris Paul got. Got got enough shots, I think, for Chris Paul, mm. right? I think he ended mm. around eight. I think he was like one for eight. But mm. the p- point being is the shots were there. Eight, and I thought had a huge impact last night. Mm. Uh, I think it was like fifteen and fifteen, maybe or, or or something along those lines. Forgive me for not having the exact numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, KD had his night, and then book was book. Like there was no there was no loss of production mm-hmm. uh, from Devin Booker. Bench was fine. I understand this is against Charlotte, and teams are going to, you know, they're going to face better competition. But call me crazy, and this is always funny when when people do this with the Sacramento Kings. Phoenix is going to face better competition. I understand that. Call me crazy. I think Phoenix is going to adjust Mm -hmm. to that better competition. They played Charlotte last night, Mm -hmm. and the way that they played, I thought, if I'm a Kings fan, or if I'm a, a, a Suns fan, excuse me, I'm walking away feeling positive about what I saw because nothing looked forced, mm-hmm. and that's perhaps one of the, perhaps one of the most unique aspects of Kevin Durant is he has the ability, and perhaps in this case more than he did in Golden State, the willingness to kind of blend in. Absolutely. Another thing that that, that really stood out before you before you make that point because this is specifically on KD. Mm-hmm. One of the writers, I think it was a Phoenix writer tweeted a um, picture of the Suns Hotel in Charlotte Mm -hmm. four hours before the game. And it was, I think Michael Jackson might have been inside. Like, it was was a madhouse. Mm -hmm. And DeAndre Ayton said after the game, like, yeah, that's KD. Mm -hmm. I think he called it the KD effect because that's not what happens. Yeah. That is a Kevin Durant type thing. Yeah. We saw it. It's a LeBron, it's a Los Angeles Lakers type thing. Yeah. Um, the Sawyer was crawling uh, uh, that Saturday night. <laughs> Tristan Sawyer was here. Really the Sawyer, you're looking around like, woo. I almost wanted to make an announcement like, y'all know that they're leaving, right? But that, like, I, I, I'm concerned sometimes we don't appreciate the star that Kevin Durant is mm-hmm. uh, because of his health sometimes, his his movement, his kind of coldness in, mm-hmm. in, in, in some media availability that some of that stuff just gets shut off and you don't think. Like Kevin Durant is a massive NBA superstar. Absolutely. Arguably one of the top two, three in the entire league. 
Facts. It might be LeBron's step. Like, and I'm not talking player. I'm not talking skill set. I'm talking about when you just talk about pure like star. It might be LeBron, Steph, and Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's arguments for a million other people, but seeing that hotel picture and the reporters respond, you know, writing up about it, and then DeAndre Ayton talking about it, it made me, oh, man, we got to stop sleeping on Kevin Durant and his impact, the impact that he has had all of these years on the league. 100%. Couldn't agree more. Um, he is a superstar, a megastar. Um, and, and I'll even take it a step further. I think we, we lose sight of the fact, this is Casey's own personal list, I guess, but I think I'm right, <laughs> even though it's subjective. You're talking about a top 10 player to ever play the game. Oh, for sure. To ever play the game. He's he's, he's right here in front of us right yeah. now. We're watching him. We, we marvel over LeBron and what he did, and rightfully so. We got another one of them ones yeah. right here yeah. that we're watching every single night. Um, yeah, megastar, like you yeah. said, megastar. I don't want to see him for seven games as much as I enjoy him or six or five <laughs> or, or whatever. I'm not interested in that either. I'm not interested. Or even if we do, like, uh, 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 make it the conference finals of the Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not interested in a first-round playoff <laughs> series against Phoenix. No, and that, and that's the other thing I was going to talk about because you mentioned, you know, what they looked like last night. Um, I think the Suns are going to be just fine. They got Kevin Durant. I know everybody would talk about, you know, it's going to take time and, you know, it's not going to be just seamless. You mentioned it, and you're 100% correct. I think Kevin Durant, as much as anybody, can ease into uh, whatever that team has going on as well as anybody that's probably ever played the game. Like, he can fit into your system seamlessly as quickly as anybody ever. That's just what he is because I keep saying it. He's Kevin Durant. Yeah. You know who I am. You know who I am. He's Kevin Durant. The, to a certain degree, the system uh, forms to him. Whatever your system is, yeah. when you got Kevin Durant there, not even being forced, not even saying, hey, I'm here and you got to conform to me. The system will gravitate to him mm-hmm. because of who he is. He's six foot 14 and can do anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some type of um, filling out period and, and trying to get things right, but – Phoenix is legit today. They are yeah. legit today. Yeah. There is no no real uh, got to get acclimated process that's going to affect who they are. Mm-hmm. They are legit today. They got Kevin Durant, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant on the floor. It, it's 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 scary. Mm-hmm. It's scary for Phoenix. And Man, oh, I was gonna, real quick. I was going to say mm-hmm. the other thing. People talk about that with his time in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. like Brooklyn. They was ready to win a championship this year. Yeah, well, this year. Yeah, the the one year him and Ke- Kyrie yeah. played yeah. together the first year. Yeah, they was ready to win a championship. Yeah. Then they got James Harden. James Harden and, screwed it up. Well, even with him there, mm-hmm. they were ready to win a championship. They were in spite they had of Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll 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 say this because I, I I crap on James Harden a lot. His performance in that series, series yeah. it, was, it, it was incredible. Yeah. Not the way that he played. Necessarily, but the fact that he played, just gutting it out. Uh, there were there there was one game. I think he played forty eight minutes because he legitimately couldn't come out. Because mm-hmm. if he did, he was done, mm-hmm. and he was terrible. He was just trash. But every single Brooklyn Nets player said it mattered that he was out there. 
the fact that he was there and he was gutting through this and they had to pay attention to him because they just didn't know uh, what he could do, mm-hmm. then it, it, they had they had to guard him honestly. Yeah. And you go back and you watch that game. They did. Every play. And he couldn't move. He looked like guard. I, I was, oh, okay, it was gutsy. Take him out. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Get him out of this game. Mm-hmm. And he played all 48 minutes. And I, he's had 60, 15, and 12 games mm-hmm. for my money. That's the, that's, that's the performances of, of performance of James Harden's career yeah. right there. That? Cause that, that, that made me, I'm not the biggest fan. As most of you know, but that made me appreciate him a lot more than I did prior. That was a heck of a moment for him. Uh, a couple of notes here real quick. Cause, cause I know you've got more you want to, you want to touch on um, James Ham, according to a league source, De'Aaron Fox participated fully mm-hmm. in practice like today. Uh, The team is optimistic that he will return soon, soon, of course, being tomorrow. This from our buddy Chris Biederman. Uh, De'Aaron Fox just made a half-court shot in the portion of today's practice that the media was in. So I guess he's uh, feeling good. Yeah. He's feeling good. Come on. Come Um, on, De'Aaron. Let's get ready. Tomorrow tomorrow is – oh, boy. I can't wait. I know. I can't wait. I know. I can't wait. You want to shift to the Kings? Did you have more on? I just real quick because we were talking about people leaving, and and I'm one of those guys that uh, you know I was critical of KD going to Golden State, and I think it's more so of a little bit of traditional. Like I look at Damian Lillard, I love what Dame is doing. It may not result in a championship, but to your point, he doesn't need a championship to validate who he is. I'm attracted to and appreciate the loyalty not and I know that comes off I'm not saying KD is disloyal to the Thunder or to the Net or to the Warriors not necessarily saying that but I would have loved for KD to stay with the Thunder the entire time yeah and see how that played out and if he won he won you know if he didn't still top 10 player of all time Mm -hmm. and like you said we're in this rings culture thing where the media would have got on his head and all this other stuff I've just like Dame Lillard's approach of like number one, I can't win, but number two, I don't really care. Like my what I deem as loyalty and what I want to do is more important than first take. Mm-hmm. Talking about you know, am I clutch or you know, should I leave and all this other stuff. And it was it was I didn't want to say nothing necessarily more than that of just like for me personally. I like those type of situations. I wish KD would have stayed in OKC. But I also understand he didn't stay. He, he, it's his career. It's his life. You know, maybe it's as simple as, yeah, I just don't want to live in OKC anymore. You know, I want to move on somewhere else. I have the ability to do that. And he took advantage of that and won some championships. Wanted to be in what he felt was going to be a fun basketball situation. We hear that a lot from KD. He, he loves basketball so much. Yeah, Just wanted to be in a fun basketball situation. And, you know, as, as time has gone on, while I, to this day, I don't think I'm ever going to not be disappointed that he went to the Warriors mm-hmm. just for a competitive uh, aspect of it. Well, I understand it, and I'm over it. I hope everybody else gets over it at some point, too. If Kevin Durant stayed in Oklahoma City, do you think him and Russ would still be playing together? Just the nature of this league, I don't think so. I think they would have moved on from probably from Russ. Like you're in that situation, you if it's not going to work and you're looking to move on, you're going to move on from Russell Westbrook over KD. 
No disrespect. To well, it, 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 I, I, I get why you answered that way. We don't know that it went into work, though. I mean, because if, I, if Kevin, I think it if Kevin Durant doesn't leave, the whole approach to everything they're doing changes. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they kind of made the, they did what they could uh, the following year, and you know, you can call it what you want to. That was a phenomenal performance from Russell Westbrook and the Oklahoma City Thunder, because mm-hmm. there were basketball people that said that's a lottery team, mm-hmm. and they were a six seed in an eight seed playoff. Like they were a six seed mm-hmm. uh, without Kevin Durant, but I, I just wonder how much that one domino changes everything well, else. It absolutely. I thought they were going to win a championship the next year. That's what. That's another reason why I'm frustrated with KD because like, why are you leaving, man? You're about to win a championship. I'm a big believer just in the history that we've seen of this league. Of you need your heartbreak to to get to your ultimate place and. Sometimes it never comes, obviously, with the, the Kings. The, heart, the heartbreak never followed. It was just heartbreak on top of heartbreak yeah. the following season. But they got that out the way. They had had the heart broken. They had that thing that was going to stick in their craw and, and, and kind of fuel them for the next season. I thought they were going to win a championship. They were ready to win a championship. And, and Golden State was kind of leaking oil a little bit, just a little bit. Not saying they would have fell off the, the map, but it was like, oh, all right, we had the best season that we ever had. We just lost in the NBA Finals. We got to go to the mountaintop again, and we got to go through these OKC guys again. Oof, I don't know. I thought they was going to do it, mm. and then he left. Do you think the Thunder would have won the title in 16 if they close out that 3-1 and take on the Cavs team that Ooh, beat? That's a good question. That's a good question. So in the moment, because I, I was hyped, I, I thought – I mean, they're up 3-1. Mm. I, I thought the Thunder were, were going to the final. I thought the Thunder were winning the title. Mm. And as much as I've talked about Cleveland and, and, and Ty Lue and that adjustment he made against the Golden State Warriors, in in the moment, now, I, you know, I, I obviously, this never happened. I have no idea. In the moment, I absolutely thought when they were up 3-1, I thought the Oklahoma City Thunder were winning the championship. Mm. I didn't I – don't, I don't remember what I thought. I really don't, because I, I was just so focused. And I remember thinking it was series. funny that the Warriors were gone. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. But, I, I uh, was, I was, I was, I was Tracy McGrady. I, I, I made it to round two. <laughs> well, not so fast, homie. Not so fast. Look, I was so focused because I think I was telling anybody who would listen at the time that they were going to win. They were going to beat the Warriors, and I said Thunder going to win. Mm. Thunder, Thunder going to win that series. Nah, you crazy, you crazy. And at the time, you know, between working with the Warriors and. Um, you know, ties I have. Getting your ring, yeah. Well, you know. I got the ring the next year. Oh, but, okay, gotcha. My bad, my bad. <laughs> they didn't my win bad. that year. So <laughs> the uh, the ties that I had to the Bay Area and things. Kenny could have been a two-time world champion. You hear that? He could have had two rings. You know. Coming here like Bill Belichick. Just... <laughs> Coming here like Draymond Green. Draymond Green. I would have thanked Steph for my rings too. Um, I was like, I was telling all them, I was like, I was locked in on that series. I was like, Thunder about to win this series, bro. I said it before the series. I said they're going to win the series. So I was so locked in on that when it was up 3-1. I told you so and everything mm-hmm. that I didn't even think past that series. So I can't remember. I, I felt like I probably thought probably thought the Cavs were going to win because I, mm-hmm. I like the Cavs better than both of those teams, right? Like there was there was a bit of uh, they got those jealous sides, brother. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Lost in your eyes, uh huh. You got lust for that title. You got lust for that Larry O. 
Brian. Uh huh. <laughs> Larry O'Brien. But when it came to OKC, I love that makes you laugh because that's just such it's, a horrible it's good impersonation. Every, it's no, funny. it's perfect. Jesse, it's perfect. It's, 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 it's perfect every good. time. And then the cadence and then what he says, the thing, way he says things, it's perfect. But um, for OKC, because you know, I don't like nobody messing with, 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 my, with my Sacramento Kings and my Sacramento Kings fans. And everyone, whoa, OKC is so loud. The loudest environment. Shut the hell up. Where were you? Have you guys forgot about our call arena? So I was, I was a little iron like oh, okay. OKC like that. I got that. you. I so got I was, you. I was going for, yep. I was going for, you Cleveland. Your I was going for Brian. Yep. I like Kyrie. So I, I didn't care who won that one because I thought Cleveland was probably going to win. Between Draymond's suspension, um, three one, all seventy three wins, mm. it's forgotten that freaking Cavs team was loaded. That Cavs team was so good. They that wasn't. I think the next year is when they they were undefeated going into the finals. But I don't think they had too many losses that year either, though. I think they lost two to Toronto in the semis. Hmm. And I don't remember that they might have. That seems that seems crazy that they lost two to Toronto because I'm pretty sure Dwayne Casey got fired just because he couldn't beat Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, the Toronto had didn't Toronto have the best record in the league and then get swept? Or that was Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta. had the best record in the league yeah. and got swept by LeBron, which everyone knew was coming. I'm trying to think. Yeah, which yeah, I think yeah they did. Yeah, that's right. That'll tie nicely into a conversation we're about to have. By the <laughs> yeah. way, uh, I, I do want to mention this because we're, we're going to shift our attention to the Kings. But are the Bucks just not going to lose anymore? Probably not. Sixteen straight. They ain't even got well. Giannis came back last night. Didn't, didn't he play last night? I did. I saw uh, Jason, thirteen uh, twenties, uh, Jason Ross, play-by-play guy uh, for Sac State Hornets, uh, mentioned the uh, the Bucks sixteen game winning streak would put them ahead of San Antonio and Houston in terms of wins. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's crazy, man. These dudes got fourteen wins. I think it puts them in front of San Antonio, Houston, and Detroit in front of wins <laughs> in, in terms of wins. Ah, uh, well. Mm. Damn. Yeah. Well, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, we'll talk about the Sacramento Kings. And why aren't people taking them seriously? Mm. We all have ideas, uh, and we'll share them with you. We want to hear from you as well. 916-909-1320. Uh, Sarah Hodges joins us one hour from now on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Lo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. I feel like, by the way, we, we should address this because you made a, a, a noise when we mentioned the Detroit Pistons, and I don't want people to think we were talking about Marvin Bagley. No, no, no. no. That that game ended in a very bizarre fashion last Poor night. Jayden. He called timeout. They didn't have one. Mm. They Down were two, taking it yeah. out with about nine seconds left. Yeah. And uh, he's taking it out. He calls a timeout, and he seems. And he doesn't. And he 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 like throws the ball to the official. He's walking, and he's just. And then he just realized it. Like, oh no. Yeah, because everybody else was like, "What are you doing?" Oh man. Diallo was there. Bogdan was like, "We don't have any." Oh, so tough. That's tough. That's tough. 
He'll learn from it. He'll be oh, look at Patrick Beverly, the leader, gathering the group right there. Oh, my God. Oh, there were – yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. That was I, – I, do, I don't need to pick on Patrick Beverly. He do ain't whatever bothered you nobody. want. He likes no. to pick on other people. It don't matter. Well, that's, that's, that's accurate. He likes to talk about other people, so you got to be able to take it too. Bro, there were some – there were some buckets last night. Yeah. Like, I think Levine had like 41. Uh, Ingram had 40. Um – Dame had 41. Mm. Yeah, there were some points scored Portland, in the league Portland last night. Portland on their way out. I think so. They on their way out, man. Yeah, I think so. It's time to to figure figure something out. I was talking on J Street Vibes out wherever you listen to podcasts as long as as well as Corners of the Culture. Check that Corners out as of well. Corners of the Culture, yeah. Um, but I was talking we were kind of going through the the schedule, so to speak, with the Kings. And he's like, "Yeah, you know, they got a back-to-back with Portland." I said, <laughs> <laughs> Portland, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see Dame, because at that point, mm. it's gonna be ugly. And if, I know Dame is ten toes down, all that he's a competitor, you know he's gonna want to do it. But why, why would we be playing Dame Lillard? I think he's point? gonna play because he wants to play. I think at that point there's like six games left. What, what, what's he gonna do? He's not gonna go leave. Home. He's not gonna go home. He's not going to go on the home. bench. He's not going to do that. If I, like, I, I I'm not, you know, that. I'm not for load management and stuff, all that, like not, the way other people are. I know, but I mean, I got Dame Lillard. If I, if I'm Portland and I really believe, like, I'm going to keep him. He's going to stay. He's not on the trade block, and we're so seven you, games out of the playing. So like, why am I playing him? The how last do you think that games? this works? You think Portland goes, hey Dame, we're going to shut things down, or does Portland go to Dame and say, Dame? What do you want to do? Because it go, better be they, the second one. They, they probably they probably go to him and say what you want to do. And I think he's going to want to play. I don't think he's going to not play if he can. Yeah. yeah. I mean, six, six, seven, that's a lot of games to just go, oh, I'm done. Mm. I wouldn't want him to play. Now, I get I get I get that. I get owner Kenny Caraway cuz you you know you've always been an owner's first guy. I get <laughs> I get I get board of governor Kenny Caraway. <laughs> Kenny Caraway Jones over here. Uh I get that. Like I I, I get that. But I feel like Dame is going to want to play basketball. I could absolutely be wrong with that. I don't I'm I'm talking like I'm Chris Haynes. I don't know Dame Lillard like that. I I I believe you when you I say that. I feel like that, he's going to want to like, play basketball. I think he he'd want to play. But I'd go to Dame. I'd be like All right, Dame, like you're all NBA this year. You had a great year. You tried everything you could. We're just not good enough right now. You know. What do you want to do? That has to be the answer. What do you want to do? He's going to be like, I want to play. And then, and then you respect like, that right. and you let him play. Well, Dame, let me tell you what we're thinking. <laughs> no, no, no. You you present that first before you ask him. Dame, let me tell you what we're thinking. Blah, 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 blah. What do you want to do? He's gonna say, "I want to play." That's well, why you come with that afterwards. No, nah, I think you. And you ask do it him before. again. You'd be like, "Now with that, I know you want to play, but now after hearing that information, what do you think about this?" His answer. Because you already know, you could His say, "Dame, stay the same." We are guaranteed Victor Wimbanyama, um, and we're gonna tank. What do you want to do? He's gonna say, "I want to play." So you get that out the way first. Well, and then if you're you guaranteed Victor Wimbanyama, you don't ask. <laughs> That's the difference. If you're hey, wait, if if Dame Lilla doesn't play, if we oh, sorry Dame, <laughs> sorry buddy, we're we're going to change the entire fortunes of this franchise. And from everything we've read, the whole city of Portland. So 
hey, make an album because you're not playing anymore. But that's not the case. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Hey, we're going to go into the Kings before Unnecessary, we do that. though. Yeah, Jaden Ivey calling an extra timeout on Chris Weber's birthday, as Ram- Ramsey points out. Is that really just, what it was, really just, it was Chris's 50th birthday yesterday. And, you know, look, we put that in the in, notes, in, right? In Detroit. It, oh, it's cold. Jeez Louise. Well, look, and then in the notes, I try to steer away from it because my initial thought was, oh, Jaden Ivey pulled a Weber last night. I don't want to say that. Mm. <laughs> he just called a timeout with none left. That's all I want to say. I don't want to say Chris Weber. That's my guy. Chris Weber was my guy for like, I don't know. 10 straight years between Michigan and then I liked him on the Warriors. This is before I didn't like the Warriors. So <laughs> I liked him on the Warriors and then, you know, eventually gets to Sacramento. It's my guy. I don't want to say mm. Paul Weber. You could just say the Ivy family deserved to lose. <laughs> and if anybody wants to research that and figure it out, you're welcome to. But the Ivy family deserved <laughs> to lose. Um, real quick. Yeah. Before we get into the Kings, mm-hmm. you're going to like this, by the way. Okay. Uh, Sean brings up a phenomenal point that right. I'm going to need air horns for. Got you. Sac State Women's Basketball Awards were announced today. The Big Sky Player of the Year. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. It's KD. KD. Big, <laughs> Big Sky Coach of the Year. Yes, Absolutely. Indeed. Yeah, I've been following a lot of those. Uh, Awards being handed out. You didn't put that in there, did you? Big Sky? Yeah. No. No. Spent a lot of time talking about the ACC this morning, though. They set the tournament yet? The uh, tournament. The tournament has started. They're not. Their tournament doesn't start till tomorrow. They meaning meaning they don't play. We gonna have that on the big screen. Can Jonathan get in here? They don't. They don't. They don't play until tomorrow. I don't think they play till tomorrow evening. I could be, I, I could absolutely be wrong, but I don't think they play tomorrow in. evening. I'm locked in. I want to see what happens. Yeah, so is coach. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna leave that alone. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, It's, it, it, it's just the, it's just the, what's the coach of the year discussion? We have it all of the time, right? If my, like Mike Brown is the coach of the year. Mm-hmm. We've, we've drawn parallels between Sac State and Duke a thousand mm-hmm. times because they're there. Mark Campbell deserved to win Coach of the Year. You know why? Because the team was terrible last year, mm-hmm. uh, because he's had one year to put his squad together, and because everybody picked them to finish last. So imagine the same people that picked Mark Campbell to finish last voted him Coach of the Year. It was an acknowledgement that they were wrong. Mm. You can go look at the ACC and see who they picked to vote last or who they, who they voted to, who, to, to finish last. And you can look at where they finished last year. Mm-hmm. Team went from 15th to 2nd mm. with a roster that they didn't give All-American nods to or didn't give uh, 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 ACC nods to, All-ACC nods to. But they decided it was Nell Ivey who deserved the Coach of the Year. Oh, they already that, decided it. They yeah, already decided it. Yeah, yeah it's out that, there. It was announced this morning. They got that wrong, man. They, got that they wrong. had her pick. They had Notre Dame's program to finish in the top 10. Mm. And – it's whatever, man. It's nah, frustrating. Man, that stuff is frustrating. Coach, Coach K, Coach K, the real Coach K should have been Coach of the Year. I didn't know it was already been decided. I was going to make the argument that she should be the Coach of the Year. It and, was. Yeah. It was. It was. It was announced this morning. Um, Coming from where they came from last year, 
You look uh, at the way that they played last year versus the way that they played this year. Again, we've made the parallels between Sac State. It's it's incredible. Mm. It's absolutely incredible. They beat Notre Dame this year. Mm. They had that hiccup at the end. They should have beat North Carolina. They didn't, and they all know that. Mm-hmm. They had business in front of them. That get you give parallels that that UNC Duke game played out damn near exactly the same way the Sac State Portland State game did. Mm. The men, mm-hmm. except the men, found a way to hit that one big shot and make sure that they won. Those women at Duke, they couldn't they couldn't hit that one big shot, mm. and it's frustrating and uh. Yeah, I know. I know how hard she worked, and but we talked a lot about you know there 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 are, there are things you know I'm 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 going to leave the conversations we had to the conversations that mm-hmm. we had, but I think we're all guilty of seeking validation from people. We we do this with the Kings and the national media. We're seeking validations from people we don't care about. Mm-hmm. I respect Brian Winhurst's opinion mm-hmm. on basketball. I do not care what he thinks about the Sacramento Kings. Mm-hmm. I respect that Tristan Thompson was in the league for a decade. Do not care what he thinks about the Sacramento Kings. We'll get to it. I respect DeMarcus Cousins a lot. He doesn't think the Sacramento Kings can beat the Dallas Mavericks. That's fine. But we seek validation from people in, in, in other states we wouldn't really care about. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we have to remember that. Um, get your validation by what you do. Get your validation by winning that playoff series, by winning that conference tournament, mm-hmm. by being the number one radio show in Sacramento, by being the top sports radio show in Sacramento. Get your validation that way, and don't worry about what people write or say about you publicly or privately. Right. No, straight up.